Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Nicky Cat movie ever made. I'm Jeff Barry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. In this episode, we're covering Minute 77 of the Burbs, which begins with Ray breaking into the Clopex and ends with Ricky's friend showing up finally. Ricky finally proving that he has friends. <laughs> He's been talking about him the whole time. The only thing we saw was his girlfriend for two minutes, and that was three days ago. I think he was on the phone with a couple people once in a while, too. Yeah, but, I mean, you never know. He's Ricky. He could be talking to nobody over there. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we continue with the breaking and entering in progress when we left it. Again, apparently at this point, they are all in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You break the window, and obviously reach. you're not cleaning up all the holes in the backyard at any point. <laughs> you reach your hand in and turn the lock, yeah, you're in. <laughs> yeah, we get a little... uh. Ricky trying to figure out what uh, Mr. Rumsfeld's up to up there. <laughs> oh, he shows him his buddy, uh, his oh, what's his name, Steve Steve Koontz. Yep, from this angle, from uh, Rumsfeld's angle on the roof, he looks like Disco Stu from uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Disco Stu. Disco Stu. <laughs> and he's wearing, you can't see it too well in this episode, but he's wearing a Skull Skates t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, if you don't remember from last week, that's uh, Rick Dukeman's. And his skateboard. brothers, yeah, that's their skateboard company. Yeah, I remember that as soon as I saw it. That was a nice bit of a cross-promotional marketing at that point. Yeah, this yeah. dude's definitely rocking some uh, 80s hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you didn't know what year this movie came out, it was this guy's got an 80s do going on all the way. Pro, yeah. 80s pro. Yeah, so he's there to watch <laughs> the show. When um, Ricky calls Rumsfeld, what? They're the biggest binoculars I've ever seen in my life. Oh, well, those are like sniper binoculars. They're on a tripod. That's how big they are. It's completely unnecessary. I mean, the the binoculars, the field glasses he's using are to see somebody like he's also, literally looking like 50 yards. <laughs> also, that kid's is a television antenna on the roof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never see another one of those again. <laughs> yeah, if you see one, of, maybe you see one of those over at Grandpa's house or something. Yeah, you go over there. he can't use it anymore because everything's digital now. Remember when you had to go over to Grandpa's house a couple years ago and and hook up his converter box because they didn't have a digital TV? <laughs> you can take that antenna down now too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you went over there and you're like, why do they have all this tin foil wrapped around their uh, their TV? <laughs> Yeah, when, you remember when you were younger, you'd go up there to be there's something wrong with the uh, like oh the antenna, something wrong with the TV antenna, and you get the static. Yeah. And you go up there to fix it. When you put your hand on it, it would go good <laughs> for a second. Go and it would go off. Oh, that was the biggest joke. Everybody would say, "Stand there." You said, stand right. there. Yeah. Like, why do I have to stand there? Because you're seven. That's why. <laughs> you're the youngest. You have to stand there. The iron in your body is making our antenna signal coming better. So yeah, stay there. Yeah, so we get uh, we do get to see Ray and Art who are skulking around the Clopax house for oh, some yeah. reason. Although they know no one is there. And they're, they're when they're very uh, very careful. When they walk down the steps, there's rats on the table there. Oh god, yeah. I uh, don't worry. I'm, we're going to talk about the rats. <laughs> okay. And I I wrote down not only that there's rats, those rats have no fear of a a light being turned on or b no. there's people walking towards them. And are they running around on the table with a mummified head next to them? Okay, I also had that written down. I'm like, so, like, when they first walk past it, I'm like, oh, that's a skull. And then I yeah. back it up and look at it, and it doesn't, like you said, it looks like a mummified head, or like he carved a piece of wood to, to look, look like, like a head. Yeah. Listen, if that's a head, these guys are bigger morons than I thought. <laughs> this is true. That they, means they searched the house and literally missed a head sitting on a, like, yeah. a stoop <laughs> next to a mason jar that looks like it has three pickled eggs in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be at exactly most 
<laughs> they got an order of flame MO. Yeah. Yeah, they apparently have a green light that leads into their basement too, which is frightening. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of rats. N- not mice. Those are rats. Oh, no, they're rats. <laughs> Uh, although, I guess they don't see them, because they're not disturbed by it at all. They just kind of walk right past there. Yeah, they didn't see the rats. They didn't see the mummified head. They were too busy looking to dig in the floor. Yeah, the last thing we get in the minute is the rest of, well, not even the rest of, another half of uh, Ricky's crew shows up. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you can really see the skull skate shirt, and you can really see his uh, flowing 80s hair on Nicky Cat. <laughs> I don't know if we skipped right over it, but um, he says, this is this is Steve Koontz. And Steve goes, hey, dude. And then Ricky says he's here to watch the show this afternoon. Yeah. This is the second time that uh, he has set it up as a show. Yeah. Which, again, either Ricky just can – he can really spot a moment. Like he knows something's going to happen. Yeah. Or this kind of crap goes down all the time. I got to say that something happens all the time. That he's he's, like a a once like a year event. Like somehow they get into this kind of – they get into this kind of stuff every year. He's having a My Neighbors Are Idiots party. That's what he's having. Yeah. <laughs> Again, listen, if you're ever in a neighborhood and Corey Feldman lives there <laughs> and he's the voice of reason. Yeah, you're in trouble. You are in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, yeah you need to move. <laughs> you need to move far, far away. <laughs> so uh, Steve Koontz is played by our man, Nicky Cat. That's who I figured it was. I was, I was hoping when he was supposed to ask me if I knew who that was. There's one new person that showed up. Come on, I knew it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so Nikki Cat has 73 credits. Wow. I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow. Although I'm looking at his face. I, there's a picture of him on his IMV picture. He yeah. doesn't have the long flowing hair. He's wearing like a fedora. And I'm oh. like, I recognize this guy from somewhere. So I'm going to go through his stuff now and see if there's any place where I would know him from or if I'm just crazy. <laughs> so we'll go back. We'll try to hit his first credit. First credit, Fantasy Island, 1980. <laughs> Wow, I he don't. A little, he was a little kid then. He was only like five or six. I didn't recognize him there. Um, he was in Herbie the Love Bug the series. A lot of TV series: Voyager, Trapper John, Quincy. Um, he was a school child in Gremlins in 1984. Huh. So that's a Joe Dante movie. He was in the TV series V as Sean Donovan, which I now have to click on. And who was he? Was he the was he the son? Maybe. God, I, I don't watch even... V. V is a good show, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I was I watched that show. I remember waiting for it to come on, but I don't have any idea what it was even about anymore. He was in the Get Along Gang. <laughs> I remember that too. Kind of. <laughs> he to the Facts of Life. Then he did the Burbs. Um, he was in the TV show Dear John. Uh, he was in Sister Act. He was the waiter. He was Clint in Dazed and Confused. Okay, that's that where probably I know him from. That's probably where I know him from. Is he, Clint, he's, he's like the friend. The, he's like the third friend, right? He's like the. So say, he's one of the not main main, but like the side main character. He's, but he's like the, one of the older kids that's going around hitting people. Oh, is he? I thought he was one of those guys. He's one of them. That was a ridiculous beginning of that movie, anyway. You know that? Like the whole town's in on them beating up kids. Well, it's the type of thing that you watch now, and you're like, "Well, wait a minute. How how is this cool?" <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. All right, so he's not the person I thought he was. I don't think. He played Clint. It looks like he's one of like the douchey other guys. Uh, right, so I, he's not the guy I thought he was. All right, so well, there's me not knowing who someone is again. So I really haven't known him from anything yet. Uh, the Doom Generation, I have seen that. It's a really, really weird movie if you've ever seen it. I haven't. It's got Rose McGowan in it. Oh, no, I definitely haven't seen that. Uh, the Babysitter, I've also seen that, but I don't remember him particularly from it. I remember the movie Stunk. 
A Time to Kill, he plays Billy Ray Cobb. I'm guessing he's a Southerner. <laughs> in Billy. Batman and Robin, he plays Spike. Oh, he's one of them. Oh, that's the one with the blacklight, isn't it? Yeah, well, the whole movie's in blacklight? Pretty much, yeah, where they're, like, fighting in blacklight, and there's graffiti over the walls and stuff. Yeah. He yeah. Was in Rules of Engagement, Insomnia. He's in a lot of movies, but he's all, like, um, he's always, like, the eighth guy. Yeah. He was in Boston Public, the TV series. I'm up in the 2000s now. He was in Sin City. He was Stuka. Who's Stuka? I don't know. In Death Proof, he was the counter guy. <laughs> I think we just recognize him just from being in a ton of movies. Yeah, he, but he's and again, he's always like, well, he was a waiter in the one, but he's always like, he usually has a name, and he's a he was a he was on the SWAT team in Dark Knight. He's always kind of just there. I just watched Sin City the other day. I wonder if he's can't think of who the heck Stuka is. Yeah, Stuka. I haven't seen Sin City ever, so I'm not gonna do a lot of help to you there. It was not as good as I remembered. It was okay, but it, well, I, I remembered it really good, and it wasn't. I feel like another movie might fall into that uh, that kind of group is 300. Yeah. Which I remember being like, man, that was a good movie. I feel like yeah. if I watch it again, I'd be like, it's a lot better the first time I saw it. Well, I watched Sin City 1 and 2 the other day. Oh, how was that experience? Yeah, well, actually, 2 wasn't so bad, but the only one, you know, I only like the um, the character with the square face that uh, was the same. Yeah, the Mickey Rourke plays. That's the only character I really liked. So if they had more of him, I think I would have been okay with it. But yeah, they probably couldn't afford him. <laughs> you know, he'd won his awards. He'd won his awards by then. <laughs> he was in the second one, but not like he's in the first and second one. But there's different stories in it. Like he's only in one of the stories. Yeah. So. All right. So I don't think of anything else. Uh, and when at last we left our people, they are physically inside the Clopax house. And yes. Have hit the basement. They haven't looked <laughs> around yet, but they're there. They made and, it down this minute without anybody falling down the steps. Yeah, nobody got hurt this minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky has set up his party. He's got at least, one, two, three, four, it looks like about six or seven people are there already. And Rumsfeld still sitting on his roof for some reason. Does this minute end with him? Where, is this before he air guitars or is that in the next minute? Um, I don't think it's the next minute. No, this one ends okay. with right when Ricky's friends pull up in that like uh, that red car. That's right when oh. it ends. Well, right before that, he's standing there air guitar and, oh, and he? head banging. Yeah, right before they pull up. Uh, I feel like I don't see uh, I don't see Rookie. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's not really there. He's a ghost. <laughs> he did disappear for a while too. Yeah, yeah. He's not in big segments of this, so I guess that's either they just didn't need him story wise, or it's like you know Corey Feldman's missing again. <laughs> yeah, uh, just shoot around him. Shoot around him. Somebody can find Corey, would you? <laughs> like we found Corey that's the wrong Corey go find the other Corey <laughs> alright I don't have anything else do you? no I got nothing else alright so uh, come check us out on Facebook and Twitter go over to iTunes give us a 5 star review um, you can go over to Amazon find my book there The Dawn of Mars so if you feel like giving us a couple bucks we don't have a Patreon or anything but you can go buy my book that's $2 uh, what about that's... you Chris what do you got going on over there? Wait, you said us. That means you're going to split it if they buy it? You're going to give me as a dollar? As long as you're going to split your proceedings, you're going to get. <laughs> you can also check out my eBay page. It's Chris, Chris1200 on eBay. If you're looking for any wrestling figures or, uh, you know, random things I have up there. <laughs> like Undertaker? Yeah, Undertaker. Yeah. Paul Bear. Paul Bear? No, I don't Paul have Paul Bear. Oh, come on. Now. Paul Bears are expensive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, when uh, that uh, – what was – the guy's, what was the guy's real name? I don't remember anymore. Anyway, Paul Bear. Percy Pringle. Yeah. So 
I went on to uh, Twitter a, year, a couple years ago, and I, you know, I'm just starting to follow people, and I saw him tweeting, and I started to follow him. I followed him for like two weeks, and all he did was tweet out, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to unfollow this guy. Oh, I went no. to unfollow him, and he died. <laughs> oh, that's your fault. I was like, oh, no, I killed Paul Bear. You killed him. <laughs> the Undertaker's going to show up at my door and kill me. <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet. I guess he's too busy wrestling. Yeah. Into his 60s. All right. I don't think I'm going to have anything else. I'm just going to air guitar and say uh, stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>